Hey, how's it going? <laughs> Too late. This is <laughs> just a sip. <laughs> What's going on? What is this? This is just a sip. I've never heard of this. Yes, you have. Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> Don't be weird. <gasps> Hedy Topper. Hedy Topper. Dude, you got Hedy Topper for us. I did. This is the, I'm the best friend in the whole wide world. This is the third can of Hedy Topper you, you've had. Yeah. What magic do you possess that you get a topper? Um, I wish I could claim it was me, but uh, no, I, uh, a customer of mine has a contact. Shout out to Jim Gerald, mm. hooking me up with it. Oh. And uh, every time I do a job for him, he delivers. Yeah. yeah. You got a bunch of different beers. Yeah, I did. So be, because I, living in upstate New York, we were close to the Vermont area. Um, and actually, there is a big um, calling for this big beer thing that goes down out that way. And it's it's basically like you can't there. First of all, there's no store for this, essentially. No, you can only get it at their house. Correct. So when this big event goes down, homeboy represents and he's there. So you can pay and go there and get this kind of beer. Um but it's it's so hard. It's so hard. Like a buddy of mine literally um, spent several hundred to get out there to be there so that he could enjoy this. Nice. So it's it's a big deal. And I mean, we like his father-in-law and myself would pitch him a couple, you know, twenty to fifty bucks. I got the best photos of Ben's baby holding the Eddie Tupper bottle. It was amazing. We were all watching that. I gotta say, I kept my composure really well, especially after he spilled some beer on he's the floor. Good, he's cool. Yeah, we'll fire. clean that oh, in a minute. But that's um, beer we did not get into our glasses. Yeah, but ultimately, Thank my you, point baby. is, yes, we are talking about a very hard to come by beer that has been nominated and awarded. So, hands down. Back to you. <laughs> well, hey, uh, well, thank you, John, for sending it back to the broadcasting center. I know. <laughs> it's, yeah. I'm actually upset that that's we didn't get that in our glasses. It's all good. Okay, so what do you think, Ben, of the Hetty Topper? Uh, now, to be honest, it's been a long time since we've had Hetty Topper. Um, do About you, two years, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of hard to compare, but what do you think of it now? I mean, it's a great beer. I don't... I can't really say anything that other people haven't already said. Um, I think what makes this beer so... Um, we have our Mex- we have our Hispanic slave cleaning up for us. <laughs> that's messed up. Juan, hurry up. The, I think <laughs> I think the draw for this beer isn't just how good it is, but the fact that it's so hard to get your hands on. Yeah, and so it's almost created this mystique around it. I know, think you know. so, because okay, so the aroma is 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 really good. The, the yeah. smell is amazing. It's got a uh, a, a very Normal IPA uh, citrus smell to it yeah. right off the bat, but it's nothing heavy. It's nothing like super potent where you're like, oof, I can't even smell it. And then, okay, we're going to have to call one of the girls to call to pick him up. <laughs> okay. Uh, and then, but the taste is very mellow. Like, it's not anything like serious, but you can enjoy it. Like, it's just, it's just yeah, it's all around. Underst- yeah, it's very understated. Great beer. Nothing uh, overpowering. Did you guys mention what kind of this? It's a double IPA. Double IPA. Okay, yep. yeah. Yep, 8%. Um, 
and it, it's very very good. So so when when you talk about um, double IPAs and and everything, I mean, you're definitely looking. Usually, to me, there's gonna be some level of. I don't want to say a blossom because a blossom con to me connotates a little bit of sweetness, but it's like a floralness to it. Um, with beers like Hetty Topper, to to me personally, it's it's all about letting them temper, because the longer the temperature changes on a beer, the different profiles you're gonna taste. This is one of those beers where you want to have that experience. Some beers they won't do much. Yeah. But a beer like this one, it's open amazing. It, yeah. Open it cold, taste it, take your time. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know that's that's what. But it, even right that's away, the biggest you, thing you to that. me is is take your time because this beer will change as you drink it as it warms up a little. And a lot of the more popular beers, kind of like that, are going to do that. Where no, that's okay. Where. Uh, they open up like the Hunapu. I don't know if you've ever had Hunapu personally, but Hunapu, as you drink it, the last sip is almost better than the first sip. And then I've had an aged bottle and a bottle from the year that I had it. Excuse me. So I had a 2016 and a 2015 bottle. The, we started with 2016. Excuse me, 2016. The last sip was better than the first. So it, then we did the year before. The first sip was amazing, better than the last sip of the of the first one, and then the very last sip was best of all. So as you sit, as you as it opens up, as the flavors come out, it gets better and better. And, and, and so so for those who don't know, Geo Hanapu is from from who? And yes, Hanapu okay. is Cigar City from Tampa. Now Hanapu is very hard to get your hands on, just as it is for Hitty Topper. So there's an event for this beer. Yes, they have a Hanapu Day, right. and you have to go there. We've had uh, past episodes on Hanapu Day, uh, and it's like a hundred dollars for the minimum ticket for uh, bomber bottles of Hanapu. Yeah. Each so, person. And, 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 and I, I got to give a shout out to some of those breweries out there who are doing things that have been nominated as, as amazing because, I mean, between Cigar City and who knows how many else. Personally, I've experienced, uh, even like out in New Hampshire area, Portsmouth, um, there's, a, there's a brewery out that way hitting the, uh, what used to be one of the you know, world-renowned beers as well. They don't brew it as much anymore. They've changed their staff quite a bit. Uh-huh. You know, and whatnot. But Kate the Great was this imperial stout that was brewed in in this craft beer. You know, nice and a little coastal port. Gotcha. You know, in that area. But these these breweries, this is the kind of stuff that you're looking for. Yeah. And stuff like this, you know, the Heady Topper, the Hennepu, and all these beers. You know, this is a different level. It really is. I mean, it really is. It's not only about the name. Uh, there is a reason that it comes with the name, you know? Like, there's a reason that people strive to get it. It's not just, oh, it's super hard to get your hands on. There's a bunch of beers that are super hard to get your hands on, mm-hmm. but none that are as popular, or maybe not uh, none, but there are very few that are as popular as Hetty Topper itself. Well, for the longest time, it was number one on Beer Advocate. Um, I think right now it's like fourth. Uh, a few others have crept ahead of it, but uh, it, it held that number one rank for a long time, and it, it's hard to argue with it. It's uh, it is a very good, well-rounded beer. It's you have that hoppiness, but it's not too much. Yeah, it's not overpowering. And it's not too light either. You know, no. it, it's just it's very well balanced. Yeah, and it, like I said, the the 
the fact that they brew from home, you can only really buy it at their place and yeah. select few places like in that town. Yep. Um, it just adds to the mystique of it. Yeah, and I think everyone has kind of like fallen on that same word, balanced, on being a balanced beer. I think mm-hmm. I think all of us have said the same thing, and that's why because I mean, especially when it comes to IPAs, there are such a flavor profile that expands, and you know, we I mean, you can go with an IPA in any direction you want, but to have something that's just this well rounded is nice to have. This is like the essence of IPA. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Even being a double, it, it's still. But because most yeah. of the time, when you think about what and it a doesn't feel like a double tail, it's going to be really hard to drink. It does not feel like a double at all. It feels like a single IPA. Alchemist. Yeah, the Alchemist. That's the brewer. Yeah. Okay. They, they have other beers. This is just there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they have different things. Uh, every once in a while on social media, I see giveaways for different Hey Topper beers. Or well, not Hey Topper, but yeah. the Alchemist, and they have a bunch of different different beers, but. Uh, that I still think this is the most popular out of all of them, for sure. Uh, I know it's the highest rated that uh, we've had a, a couple friends and a couple coworkers between me and my wife that have gone to New York and been like, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna stop by Hey Topper, I'm gonna get some bo- uh, some cans," and then when we, we're like, "All right, all right," and they get back and like, "We couldn't get any cans." Yeah. Like it's a disappointment. We're like, oh, and we're always expecting it. We're always looking forward to it. But I remember this is from a client you said of yours from a while back. We got two uh, cans from them. How long ago was that? A couple of years at least. This is like, this is before me and my wife were married. This is before you redid your kitchen. This was, must have been like five years ago. Yeah, probably like, yeah, yeah, like 2012, 2013, something <laughs> like that. Yeah. And yet still, like, I mean, we had that that night. We had actually a couple of really good uh, craft beers that night. And that was one of the best ones. And tonight's still one of the best ones. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. What do you think, John? So, so to me, I, I, in the experience that I've been um, privileged to have in the beer world, you know, you, you come across a lot of beers that just, they make it happen. You know, it's. Stuff you can drink all day, or it's something that you can taste and you'll be like, whoa, that yeah. was so, <laughs> yeah. like, whoo, what did they mm-hmm. do there? But then, and then, and you have other beers, but you know, Heady Topper, they just kill you, it. You know, you know what you did. So, all your, your, I guess from there on, all you could do is just try to keep doing it because consistency. Yeah. Because, you know, I, and I've tasted Heady Topper year after year, and I mean, this, the experience is the same. Granted, I'm sure it tastes a little bit different. It has to. I mean, slightly different. And that's the whole yeah, thing is that you can, uh, yeah, yeah, you can never. But you can't because, because and, and our buddy over here was off a of mic, but he said he, they don't have the control because you've got to go with uh, uh, literally the seasons, the experiment of the, you know, what's happening around you to be able to pull this stuff How up. cold is it going to be yeah. that year? For, this is, I mean, you ultimately you go back storm. to the farm. Literally, yeah. for all beers, between yeah. malts and hops and everything. So this is what you're tasting is what was able to happen as close to what he knew he was doing for that year. And the whole thing is like, okay, so you take a beer and you say, you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to save a beer from this year and I'm going to taste one from next year. Well, the beer changes from year to year, even in bottle. So what happens is you can never truly compare one beer to another. 
And and I think that's kind of you go back to that in in the in the wine world. You guys have mentioned before the world of cicerones versus and and in the wine world it's the sommeliers. These people have learned enough. In 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 their this is they they have mastered the world of what they appreciate with passion, to the point in which they know, this year this happened in this region. So they know that the specific wines from this place had experienced this throughout the year, so that you know what you're going to drink is going to ex is going to express. Don't mind the extra noise in the background. Yeah, no, it's like toddler <laughs> toddlers around. We you have know, kids, toddlers, little yeah. babies. But uh, you, when you're tasting it, you need to experience what happened at that point in time in that season in that. Oh year. yeah, and it's still yes, contributes it's to a not beer. wine. No, but it's the but same the thing, the same process. Has that in it. It's very similar process. And if you're drinking domestics all day, well, you know, it's a controlled environment. And that's going to be so totally controlled. different. Yeah, yeah. But and they have the money beer. to keep it so solid. A lot of these craft beer places, they're little, like, kind of almost like a shack, if, you know, lack of a better term. Just these little places. Micro, micro, yeah, yeah, micro breweries. But they're, like, just, they're just tiny spots. That a lot of times, like you say, they do a barrel age, something like that. You know, they have bay doors on the back where they're brewing the beer. And so they're getting different winds, getting different temperatures. I mean, all kinds of, especially Florida, the way it fluctuates, the way we have our, um, the humidity levels in our area. I mean, all of that affects how your beer turns out. Unless you do it exactly, I mean, exactly the same way. In but a controlled, can. but you can't no. in the craft beer world. You, you, you really, really can't. Can. But that's the beauty of a craft yeah. beer. And you know, I don't want to open the thing. And personally, like like Gio and Ben, we've talked plenty of times. When I taste something, I want to know. I want to know what that bottle had to offer at that point in time. That exactly. Can, what is that, different about that what year? What they did. What 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 they pulled off. Yeah. I know what I'm. What they're going for. But what am I experiencing? Exactly. No, I, I 100% agree. And ultimately, like, let's talk about it. I mean, right now, we're we're into this, what, uh, 20 minutes maybe or so? Yeah. Talk about it again. So what are you tasting? What did, what did you finish tasting? Cause so I, I, fi yeah, yeah. I did his, I did last sip of it uh, because we had one can that we had to split between three yeah. of us. Now, with that last sip, um, it, oh, the, the flavor was a lot more like, um, okay, hold on, let me start over again. Yeah, start over, the, and then I'm handing the over notes to ben. of the uh, hops. The hops were a lot higher because obviously the, the the hop notes are going to come out a lot more the the longer it's been sitting, the warmer mm -hmm. it gets. So the notes came out more. The citrus kind of went away a little bit, but it was still a solid IPA. I feel like it got more flavorful, which I mean that's to be expected. And you let any beer. Temper? It did. Is that the term? I'm just saying that yeah. the the citrusy part of it kind of went away a little more as I went along. I'm not saying the other yeah, notes the citrus, didn't come the, out, the, the citrus, but the citrus goes away. The citrus dwindles and the hops come forward. But if you're into that, it's great. Yeah. No, it's still... Oh, excuse me. It's still a solid beer, a uh, solid product, and I still can't wait to get my hands on the next bottle or can of it. You know, like I still look forward. Well, we'll see. To I don't know. If, I don't know if I'm going to run into this guy again. Well, you might not run into this guy again, but you know, between us going and traveling around, uh, friends that we have that go in the area, you know, trying to find a way to get that that bottle or that. Oh my goodness, <laughs> I say bottle constantly. That <laughs> can, yeah, 
you know, that's that's what we're looking forward to. For sure. Yeah. It's always a treat. Ah. So, do you have any uh, final notes, John? Well, not really. Let's, let's not be really. Let's be honest. We, we've been doing this all day at this point, but... Uh, objectively, like you drink beers like this, and and you just, uh, I guess you can just appreciate the efforts behind what it is. Um, to me, if I open a beer, and sometimes, uh, well, you guys were talking about temperature. Well, I, I guess I started that initially, but how many times have you drank a lager, and at one point in time, you were like, "Oh, good God, that it warmed up too much, and you had to throw it out." You're like, okay, I'm not drinking that anymore. Yeah. That's happened. I mean, you got to be honest. If you drink enough beer at one point in time, something was just like, you know, whatever. But beers beers like this, I guess, in my mind, that's what's so great about them. You're looking for that change. Yeah. Yeah. And you can appreciate that. But ultimately, a beer like Hedy Topper is not one on its own. As awesome as it is, there's so many other awesome beers, too. So, I mean... Find them. That's funny you mentioned that because I was just talking to somebody, um, and they were saying that the guy who gave you the beers. No, no, no. Oh, okay. well, you don't know what I'm gonna say. Who are you, mind reader? <laughs> <laughs> Be quiet. Let me speak. <laughs> who? I don't remember who was I talking to. It was a home brewer. Okay. It'll come to me eventually. It, does, it doesn't matter. But the point they made was profound. Is that uh, oh, it was um, Chris, the owner of New Sprinter Brewing. Okay. And uh, I was talking to him, and he goes, you know, the best beers in the world, six people have tasted. Because it's stuff that's made in somebody's house, and, you know, they just share it amongst their friends, and nobody else really gets to taste it. They're not distributing it. They're not selling it. They don't own a brewery. They just make something that, you know, whether by sheer luck or years of practice, is incredible. Yeah. But only a couple people get to try it. Uh, I, in Sanford, they do a uh, home brewer night mm-hmm. where everybody who is home brewing can bring the bottles that they've created. I talked to those guys, and they said that only once has somebody come and brought a beer that they're like, this is phenomenal. Like Immediately, they're like, no, no, this is amazing. I hope you wrote notes because you need to recreate this and start bringing this again and again and again because this could sell. I wonder if somebody bought a bunch of Hetty Topper, put it in a growler, and said, this is my homebrew. Try it. I wonder if it would get as high marks. I don't know. Because I think, like, like we've been talking about, it's like part of the allure of it is the rarity the of name. it. The name, yeah. So, yeah. If somebody just brought this, so if somebody brought this in an unlabeled growler. Yeah, you know what I mean? So... Sorry, I just came back. We we have babies in our <laughs> lives. We get distracted. You'll probably hear them in the background. Yeah. No, it, and I guess that's kind of that was kind of my point. Like I totally appreciate Hetty Topper hands down. And I was actually telling uh Ben earlier, the guy that hooked him up, like look for another beer. You know, there there's just so many and sometimes they just don't have enough recognition and you know, it, it it's understandable. I mean, my buddy so and so could have brewed something amazing in his garage, and maybe he's been doing it for years, and he can crank it every single year after year, and he's got it. He's got this recipe down pat. That's great. Nobody's ever gonna know about it. But the objective for for us, I think, and and what Geo has started is originally talking about the craft beer in the area because 
you don't just have to drink a Coors or a Yingling or a Budweiser. We've all drank them. It's great. They work. They have their purpose. But I don't have to go and drink a cocktail or a wine. I can have a fancier beer. I can. There is such thing as a fancy beer. It exists. <laughs> Find yep. it. Find it. It's it's not from Bois. Exactly. <laughs> I don't I actually don't know what he said, but You don't know what from Bois is? Oh, from Bois, yeah, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. But it, and and but I think he said from Gua. I'm like, what's Gua? What yeah, from from Bois. Bois. Yeah, I got it now. Is the raspberry originally, but yeah. Um yeah, that's so true. And, like, we're kind of spoiled here. We happen to be in one of the states that has so many microbreweries that we're just we're surrounded by phenomenal well, Flor- beers. Florida's growing because we're, we're here, Florida. Um, but I was living in upstate New York, and around that area we had, I had the luxury of having a lot of good, solid, you know, um, breweries and, and whatnot, craft breweries. But even in the time that I was there, more were popping up here and there. People just trying to do something. Yeah, and that's what happens is that, you know, people, they, they, they see their craft breweries around them. And what they want to do is do something similar. Oh, we, we had up uh, an episode on the podcast with a home brewer where sa- he said, what I try to do is I, I find a beer that I like and then I try to replicate it or make it better. You know, and if I find something that I like more, that's what I'm going to drink. We were so so following before Hetty Topper. Um, we had we were hanging out at a local place and we were talking to the home brewer. And he was talking about how much he likes to just when it comes down to picking his next beer, sometimes it's just a matter of what the heck he just felt like coming up with in his mind, what he felt like tasting. Other times, which makes it genuine, right? And 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 other times it's. Well, I've sold a lot of this. Maybe I should try to brew something similar to that. But ultimately, you know, it it, it is like I like to cook a lot. Um, so when I'm in the kitchen and I'm winging a dish for the night because for whatever reasons and I'm looking at my spice cabinet and what I got in the refrigerator and whatever and I'm like, this sounds this seems right. I like these flavors. Let's put them together. Let's see what we can come up with. Sometimes that's what you just do as a brewer, as a brewer, you, you go into it. And as somebody who's done my uh, share in, in home brewing as well, like I, I really feel like sometimes you just think about it, you feel passionate about it and just, you give it a whirl. Yeah. It's something that you are like, you know what? I really enjoy maybe like this style, but you know what? I would like this flavor added to it. Let's go ahead and see what's going to happen to it. Uh, I, I know me and Ben have talked about this on the podcast before, but you and me are going to start homebrewing together um, and just kind of see what's going on. Ben's shaking his head. Ben's shaking his head. We, he we wants to be to, part of it, but he has no time. We have to have a part of... Ben's going to be there. Ben wants to have a part in it. I, I think we should allow him to. I mean, let's be honest. He's like the ugly girl that, that only gets invited because of her hot friend. I'm your hot friend. (laughs) I'm your hot friend. So now you're going to get invited to John's thing. (laughs) Out of the three of us, who has the junk in the trunk? (laughs) If anything, I'm the hot friend. (laughs) No, it is true. (laughs) Ultimately, it's going to be all of the least amount of love handles and the most ass. (laughs) It really is. But, but like, I I got, (laughs) I'm trying to be serious and like keep going here, but it's just, I can't. They, we, I can't. We will. We will be actually successfully brewing something 
but yes, it, but it, and it's not even it's not even about getting out there or nothing. It's just about enjoying it. Personally, yeah. for me, I brewed. I had the um, circumstances in upstate New York. They had a lot of basement cellars. You know, that's easy. Well, that's like the perfect yeah. area to do craft beer because yeah, you can get so the temperature easy. down. It's so easy. Yeah, it was like. Oh yeah, I cooked tonight. Oh yeah, the other weekend I I just brewed some more beer and it's down in my basement. Yeah, it's it was that it's easy. hard. It's a little more work here, but it'll be nice to try and give it a, and give it a sense of uh, accomplishment when it's all said and done. Yeah, definitely. So we're gonna be keeping like updates with everybody as we go along with the craft beer and everything like that. But uh, I'm really glad that we're able to try Heady Topper, talk about it a little bit. But uh, yeah, it's definitely something that. You know, if you can get your hands on it, try it. You know, if you find somebody who goes, hey, I got a heady top. You want you want to have a sip or something? Definitely try it because it's going to be, for some people, one in a lifetime. Yeah. You know, to be honest, it's, it's just, it's that hard to get your hands on. Maybe later on if they open up distributing, which right now, while it's very popular, they're not going to, they're probably going to keep it where it is just to keep the mass yeah, appeal. Yeah, there's no reason to change. It's, no. They're selling they're so much of it. successful with how they have it. Oh, yeah. So, but anyways, uh, thank you guys for joining me on the podcast. Uh, I know everyone likes hearing both of you guys. And uh, hopefully we'll do some more episodes soon, everybody. But uh, for everything else, just follow us on social media. You can follow... MasterCard. What? I don't know. For everything else, there's MasterCard. For everything else, there's MasterCard. He's too young. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) Listen, I'm trying to do a professional show here, and you're you're messing around. Yeah, you're the one being <laughs> There's a big there's a big age gap. There's a there's, there's a big there's an age gap. Okay, what's here. the age gap? What's how old are you? I think I just turned 33. Do you think you ju- you think you just am I 30? I don't even know how old I am. You're 32? 30 33 or 32. Okay. Ben, how old are you? Don't judge me just because I don't know my age it's not because I'm unintelligent in any way shape or form. I just don't care how old I am. You stopped keeping track. You're only as old as you feel. Correct. I'll be 30 in a month and a half. And I'm 26, about to be 27 in September. That was Gio. Can we get that for the record? He's the uh, young buck in the house. I am young blood. Yeah. Young blood Gio. Uh, I will forever be young according uh, compared to these guys, these old farts. I think you just ruined your brand by admitting how young you are. <laughs> yes, we talk about craft beer, and I've only been on the scene for a few years. Yeah, but I'm Mexican, so it's a little bit different. <laughs> That's true. A few <laughs> is open to interpretation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you go. That could be as long or as short a time period as exactly. you Exactly. So anyways, man, thank you so much for bringing this beer to us, allowing us to do it on the podcast. It was awesome. You're very welcome. Uh, Again, like we like we all said, you know, it's something that's very balanced. It's a it's a balanced double IPA, yeah. um, and it's just it's delicious. And anytime you get to have your hands on a craft beer that you may not always be able to get your hands on, that's something to get. You know, if something that's like limited release yeah. or something you don't see in your area that you won't see again, spend the money, get it. You're, it's going to be worth it. More, nine out of ten times, it's going to be worth it. Right, because if a brewer does a limited release thing, it's they're probably going to make hype about it, so they're not going to put out a stinker, you no. know, if they're going to make a big deal about it. You know, saying, like you said, you mentioned Cigar City with Hunapu, like, they're not going to make a bad beer and have a party about it. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? So, um, 
But then again, like that's not a guarantee that a, a brewer's limited release or special edition stuff is going to be their best. So, I mean, it, it all depends. But you're you're absolutely right. If they have something like that, it, it's worth a look. Yeah. And uh, Total Wine has a whole section dedicated oh, to seasonal yeah. beers and special releases. Yep. I always go there. Straight to special releases. Yep. Yep. Definitely. And your kid is being a drama queen. I just want you to know that. He's having, hey, Liam. He's having fun in his car. Liam, we're doing a podcast. Liam. He he just wants to eat the mic. He doesn't care about talking. Say dada. Say dada. <laughs> Say dada. Nope. You see, he's just like you. Crumbles under pressure. He wants to eat everything. He puts it against his chin, just like you, just like daddy. Oh my goodness. Okay, that was. A okay, that was. Yeah, <laughs> that was a uh, waste of time. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. thank you guys so much for listening, and we will see you guys on the next episode. Uh, bye-bye. Say bye-bye, Liam. Bye-bye.